Hello, and welcome to day seven of the 40 day cereal challenge. In the accompanying broadcast, we're going to need a bigger bowl. I am Colin Ball, and I am co hosting to the adorable Jordan McNaughton. Touch nutty yummy. Uh, that was an excerpt from the Honey Nut Cheerio box, um, read in what I thought was going to be a sexy voice and turned out just be socially awkward. With us today, we have guest Jamie Goring. Hello. Uh, she is following up her brother Nathan Goring to outdo him as she often does. <laughs> uh, we also have Allison Fox with us today, again today because Jordan fears loneliness. Hi. Uh, today we are once again in my kitchen. Seems to be a good default. Um, I apologize. I need to start doing the dishes. I had not thought about the amount of the influx of dishes I was going to cause by being here every day, and I'm terrible about doing dishes. I had a job where I just washed dishes for two years. It was bad. And so now I don't do dishes now, which is also bad. So I need to start doing dishes because we are eating out of plastic bowls again with plastic spoons. Um, but we are eating arguably one of the best cereals, at least the best treat cereal, I My favorite say. cereal. Yeah. Uh, we were saving this for Jamie because it is her number one. Uh, we are eating Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Yeah, you gotta do that. I'm not finishing that. Thank you, though. Um, I remarked right before we started that what I love about Reese's Puffs is how it has like that peanut butter glaze over each of the puffs, and I really enjoy it. Um, I'm just now pouring my milk, because the past few times, I, I pour my milk, think we're going to start the, the podcast right away, then we wait a minute or two, and then before I actually start eating, especially now that I've been doing the intro, like, it's already pretty soggy, so I haven't really had like a nice crisp bite of cereal in a minute, so I'm going to, I think this is going to be my thing, I'm going to get the intro out of the way, pour my milk, and then pass it over to Jordan. And that's your cue. Hey, uh, hello, listener. We're here with Jamie Goring. Number one. That would be a number if I had to assign one to Jamie Goring. <laughs> question number one. Okay. Oh, wait, is that the first question, or are you questioning number one? <laughs> oh, that is the beauty of this. Okay. Um, do you know who makes Reese's Puffs with Cereal Company? It's General Mills. I know too much about Reese's Puffs. Oh my. No, go on. There. What else do you know about Reese's Puffs? I know that I had them literally every day this year and last year. So two years at college with a, like a full unlimited breakfast buffet and I had Reese's Puffs every day for two years. Oh my god. My university does not carry Reese's Puffs. That is the worst thing that I've ever heard and I would never go to Ferris because of it. Wait. You've had this every day for two years. Yeah. And this is still your favorite cereal? Yes. I have honey bunches of oats every day. For two years? I have that every day at home. You're starting to sound like an episode on those weird addiction shows. Mm. (laughs) Like, you go to Jamie's house and her cupboards are filled with Reese's Puffs. That is all. Like, not even boxes of Reese's Puffs, just loose Reese's Puffs. You open it and start (laughs) spilling out. Like one of those things where the squirrel hides all of its nuts in something and opens it up. She never opens the cupboards without a bowl at the ready. (laughs) It's like a speed trial. You have to see how much you can get into your bowl before you have to close the cabinet and presumably just crush like a couple hundred Reese's Puffs into the seam of the cupboard. And then when you open it again the next time, just the powder falls off and then you start getting the waterfall. I feel like to fill it from the top, right? It just doesn't have a top to it. Um, I would be remiss not to include this on our podcast on the back of the Reese's Puff box. It's a big advertisement for outnumbering hunger. 
sponsored by a bunch of country artists such as Georgia Florida Borda Line and the band Perry, Rascal Flats, Brantley Gilbert, Cassidy Pope, Thomas Rhett, and Eli Young Band. And did you know that one in ten Americans struggle with hunger? And there's a code, so we can help now. Um, Are you going to give that code? Yes, one T zero seven one M. Enter this code at outnumberhunger.com to secure five meals for a food bank. I thought you would just like chant it, and that would get rid of hunger. <laughs> We all stand around a fire. That reminds me. In most countries, I've been finding more and more in the media now with the World Cup being out there. been learning about different cultures. And how Americans really are just weird to everyone that isn't us. Because in a lot of countries, they don't say zero. They say Zed. Huh. Wait, yeah. I say, is it they say zero? Is they say Z for zero? Or do they say Z for Z? Is it the Z same for them? Z. Mm-hmm. Like, what they, oh, they say not. They say not for zero, right? I know oh, French no. zero. Yeah, I think they. So it's close to ours. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think they don't say the letter Z. I think they call it Z, and then they say not for zero. Any uh, foreigner listeners, if you could, you know, correspond to us in some way mm-hmm. and let us know. How wrong we are. Email I, us at gonna need a bigger bowl at gmail.com. How, how are you spelling gonna? G U G O? G O N N A. Gonna. That's how you spell gonna. Yeah. Hey, I've <laughs> seen people spell it before with G U. That's wrong. Like, I'm gonna shoot you if you don't. Yep, that's very wrong. If you have wrong. foreign listeners, we're just gonna get a bunch of messages telling you in different languages that they think that you are zeros. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I can take that to heart. I'll be able to build from that. Also, if you have, if we do have any foreign listeners, if you have, if you have any suggestions for non-American cereal or your favorite cereal in your country for us to try, please also get a hold of us, and I will try to track down a box. I would love to try like the number one breakfast cereal in Bulgaria. Yeah, that would be like super gratifying. I don't think they have cereal in a lot of places. When I went to Japan. I, I think I might have had, like, a bowl of cereal there. Mostly, they, they went pretty big on breakfast. We had, like, pancakes and waffles and donuts and stuff. I feel like cereal is a novelty in a lot of, like, non-American countries. Like, outside of, like, North America and maybe just only, like, Central America, I feel like cereal doesn't happen a lot. Huh. I mean, they they eat a lot of warm cereals, right? Like I think in a lot of countries, cereal is more like oatmeal. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about oatmeal? Because I've never been a big oatmeal guy, personally, because I just could never... It was never made right for me, so it ended up being kind of chewy in a bad way. I grew up on, like, the instant kind, and so, like, I've had, like, actual made oatmeal before, but it always seems too mushy and weird it's to me. It's weird. I can never I find... I prefer instant because of that. I can never find the right things to put in my oatmeal that make me like it. Like, there's got to be some combination that makes it taste mm-hmm. good, but I can't ever find it. Dinosaur eggs. Dinosaur <laughs> okay, eggs are yeah, the right okay. ingredient um, for your oatmeal. I, they're not budgeting this right. <laughs> I've mostly had um, instant oatmeal. Oh. I've only had oatmeal a few times in my life. The last time I was in the woods 
with my brother, and I ended up carrying him through the woods. Well, leading him through the woods for two hours from 1 to 3 in the morning, and there were wolves in the woods. You believe there were wolves in the woods? I heard the wolves (laughs) in the woods. Unless you bring me back their droppings, I will not allow you to confirm that there are, in fact, wolves in that woods. Go back there and pick up the wolf poop, Jordan. Never going back. But, But estimate how far you walk. It was a two-hour walk, and so... Two-hour drag. Yeah, I'd say, if, what, a 15-minute walk for a mile, that's pretty pretty standard. Sounds fair. Um, so that's four-mile four mile walk along a clip coast, no? No. Eight-mile eight. Eight <laughs> walk. How old were you at the time? Twelve. 11, 12 or 11. Okay. Prepubescent. Mm-hmm. Shorter. So, why, though? Why what? Why did you drag your brother from 1 in the morning to 3? Okay. threw up in the tent, and <laughs> it's a story for later. Did, did you... Were you carrying him to safety, or did you just want to get out of that tent? We were you just out. like, no, well, no more puking in this tent, you're done. Well, we got out of the tent, but it was cold. Okay. So we couldn't sleep outside, so we're like, we gotta pack up and just go. So you were, like, helping carry your brother and tent and other tent? No, we supplies? left the tent. I was gonna say, I thought you left the we tent. We left the tent full of puke in the woods. <laughs> just forever? Never went back yes, now? never. <laughs> probably not. Probably didn't last the rest of the weekend. Why? What? Someone probably took it down. Oh. Or animals. Okay. The wolves. The wolves are living in the tent right now. <laughs> okay. You helped them, Jordan. You've moved them forward. How old is your brother, too? Ten years older than I am. Okay, so 22, 21 or so, being dragged anywhere from eight to four miles <laughs> yes. in, from, in middle of the night by his 11 or 12-year-old brother. Mm-hmm. Did he puke on you at all? Was mm-hmm. that, like, residual? Nope. Okay. No. Is that your best camping experience? <laughs> no. Best story. Do you have Question any- number two. <laughs> <laughs> if you were of the avian persuasion, <laughs> what kind of bird would you be? Hmm... I thought this was going somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really talked about this I at some point. Not not with you. I think I talked to Colin about this one time. But I can't remember what I said. You are wearing an owl necklace at this particular moment That's time. true. I like owls. Owls are wise, right? That'd be like That's the bird that... Okay. Yeah. I'm against bird stereotypes here. Owls are not as smart as you think. Morning doves aren't as sad as you think. However... Vultures are as off-putting and scary as you think. They uh, spit acid, people. That's spooky. Do owls eat cardinals? Legit question. If they could catch them, absolutely. Yes. But cardinals okay. are raiders. No, no. I'm. Do you know my cardinal story? Do you know what is going on in my house oh, right now? Oh, please tell. Oh my tell gosh. listeners at home. I have this pair of cardinals at my house, and it's a girl and a guy, and we've discussed this, and they're just really ugly cardinals, like, we're glad they found each other, because they wouldn't have found anyone ever, (laughs) but all they do all day is attack the windows in my house, like, they'll just peck, 
peck, peck, peck, peck, they'll fly up and, like, dive bomb them 24-7. And, like, every time I start to fall asleep at night, all of a sudden, bang, on my bedroom window, and they're back at my window, and then they'll be at my mom's window, and it's a living room window, and I just want them to die. And so I've, like, put my cat out there right next to them sometimes, and she just, she, like, looks at them like, oh, my God, you guys are the dumbest birds ever, and walks away. Your cat's not really a predator cat. She does. She she kills some things, just not the ones we want her to. Can you please describe <laughs> your cat to us a little bit? Because she's actually pretty similar to yes. the cereal we're eating today. She's similar to Reese's Puffs? Yes, yes. absolutely. Oh, I guess, color-wise. Like, and she's puffy. Yes. You have a chubby cat. Yes. My cat's name is Spooky. She's brown and black, and we found her the day before Halloween. She was a stray. But she's super fluffy and always been fat no matter what. Even if we just kind of stop feeding her. <laughs> and she come, she's like the friendliest cat I've ever met. And she'll just come up to people. Like there'll be 30 people in my basement on New Year's Eve. And all of a sudden she's in the middle of them. Or it's my brother's graduation party. And oh hey, there's Spooky coming out to greet everyone. Except for not everyone. Because we took her to the vet yesterday. And she does not like the vet. The vet <laughs> and all of the people at the vet just think that she's like the meanest cat ever. And they wonder why we keep her. Because all she would do is hiss and spit and, like, claw them. And we have to have, like, two people holding her down. That's so funny. Well, I imagine she's come to associate the place with not very good things. I'm sure. She makes terrible noises, too. (laughs) Like, what kind of... Like, beyond the hissing? Yeah. Like, she'll, like... I don't know a good word for it. Yowling? Like, she's screaming in cat language. What is caterwauling? What when cats do it? What? Yeah. That's not. I don't believe that's what caterwauling is. That wasn't a sentence anyway. Yeah, when cats do it, they make the sound, and it's called caterwauling. I will have to check this afterward, because I am naturally inclined to disagree with you. Um, But I do love strange words like that. One of my favorites, and it would also be a career I think I might enjoy for a while, haberdashery. And that is a shop that exclusively makes men's hats. I think I would enjoy being a haberdasher for a while. I think the haberdashing life would be something that would suit me. <laughs> but I, I've always been a fan of language and words, and so I like the ones that fit weird in your mouth. And <laughs> I've always been a fan of Beyonce, which leads me to question three. Or Trace, <laughs> as in the Amigos with Steve Martin and Donald Duck. <laughs> um... I've never seen that. Don't worry, you can't, because the movie he just described <laughs> isn't real. They're two okay. different movies, and I put them together. Allison just <laughs> covered her mouth, and her eyes have just popped. She is suddenly alarmed and startled. Was he right startled. about caterwauling? He was right about caterwauling. Caterwauling. First definition is to utter long, wailing cries as cats in rutting times. <laughs> <laughs> When they're rutting it. <laughs> okay. Does it say rutting or rutting? Because rutting. maybe they're using a rudder and the cats are actually on no, a boat no, and they're just they're, alarmed by the water. They're they g- are connecting. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the... So, Beyonce, so Beyonce as you know, released... Right. I'll explain why I know that later. Um, Beyonce, as you know, released her recent album in secret. Yes. Um, surprise, everyone. What do you have in the works? I... In general. 
In general? In general. What's something that you're working on, keeping on the DL? We can't hold you to Beyonce mm-hmm. Sanders, so don't worry. I made a silver chameleon out of origami today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Are you going to make more? I might. It was really hard and not worth it. But it turned out okay. You're an origamiist. Like, that is a, a art that you like, right? Yes. Is it your favorite medium? Yes. Is it because it's the medium you're best at? It's because it comes with diagrams. Are you, <laughs> you don't are, actually have to be creative. You just follow the pictures, and then you have creativity at the end. That is a good way to look at so it. So you're a paper robot. Paper robot. Okay. What's your favorite piece of origami you've ever made? Because I've seen some pretty good ones from you. I don't know. I like all of them. I have a couple of really big ones that are from, like, 15 or 30 pieces of paper. And they're hanging in my bedroom, are and they, I like them. Are they, like, life-size dinosaurs? No, they're, like, they're like balls. I don't know how to explain it. They have, like, spikes. Some of them have, like, swirlies on them, and some of them are, like, a giant, like, 15-sided shape. Polyhedral masses. Yes. To steal. What? You're stealing them? No, not yet. <laughs> my favorites of yours are either that rose you made or the Yoda. <laughs> Everybody liked the Yoda, and it took like half a second, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's about how great art, all great art is. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, oh my gosh, do I know art? Let's see if I know any art. I'm pretty sure that when Van Gogh made A Starry Night, he was like, okay, guess I'm done. Well, <laughs> Van Gogh actually, wasn't he like pretty self-deprecating? Like, he was he not... had a really crappy life, and no one appreciated him during his lifetime, and he hated himself, and it was just... He, like, made all the inventions that we used for, like, the next 150 years, but nobody ever credited him for it. Van Gogh? No, that was Da Vinci. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, before we go, because we're almost ready to wrap up, I'd like to point out that this is a classic personality trait of Jamie, where she will mix up two incidents or people... Oh, we're not going to go into this. Th- there's one. i got to bring <laughs> no! up... No! Anyone... All right, so we're going to need a bigger bowl next week when we eat cereal on Ice Mountain. Thanks. <laughs>